This is the Norris Group's Real Estate Investor Radio Show, the award-winning show dedicated to thought leaders shaping the real estate industry and local experts revealing their insider tips to succeed in an ever-changing real estate market. Hosted by author, investor, and hard money lender, Bruce Norris. That's why you were that unique person on that in that group of speakers is because you did it just you did it differently. You connected with the human being who actually kind of fell in love with you. Well, and, 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 how, could, and, how, could a, how could a group of real estate investors want to line up and hug you with tears in their eyes unless that was that had to be true? I knew that was going to happen. That was so cool. But it was cool for you to experience and see that. Yeah, I had no clue that any of that would happen. As a matter of fact, had we had that, let's say you had that conversation with me, about, you know, this is what's going to happen to me. I would laugh. <laughs> Honest to God, I would laugh in your face and say, you're out of your mind. I don't know what you've been drinking, but you, you need to get off of those pills. But, you know, it, it was a it was a shock to me. And um, I have to say one thing here, because as you're speaking, you know, I, I've often asked myself those questions. And it was you, really, because you've always done this for me as well. It was you who who made me become introspective. I had never, I'm out there making money. You know, you got to do, I got to make some money. I want to, you know, I'm, I I was doing my pizza job, but I don't want to be at Shakey's Pizza for the rest of my life. And I certainly had no high school diploma. I had nothing. I, you know, what am I going to do? Janitorial services for the rest of my existence. I had to find a way to free myself and be independent and not be under the thumb of somebody else. I just, I had this weird combination of I don't want to work for anybody. I don't like to work for anybody. I never got, I, I really never got fired. I heard you say that. And I thought, oh my God, my dad would have killed me if I got fired. <laughs> so, but what is it? What is it that that helped me to create uh, whatever it is <clears throat> that in my character helps me to reach out to people? Because Tony can sometimes be a royal pain in the butt, you know? I mean, so when I looked over my history, the the only thing I have in my character is I will work my myself to the bone to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Once I decide I want to do this and I and my determination locks and loads, and I don't compare myself to anybody else and stuff like that. You know, my, my brother's the same way. My younger brother, he's, you know, he's got a company, he's about he's got three companies now that he's about to sell, got into it, you know, from nowhere. And it's over $150 million or something they're offering. It's just unbelievable stuff. And, uh, but the other part was that was from my dad. My dad would tell us, you know, and in the smallest of ways, you know, we sat down and eat. It's all boys, all of us in this big, you know, table, you know, and my mom would, she was cook at home. She'd put the food down and my brother would dig in, you know, I'm looking at his plate. My, what? Maybe my dad, keep your eyes on your own plate. What are you looking <laughs> at your brothers? What do you care what he got? Okay, so now years later, how does that translate into something Tony as an adult uses? I never learned to pay attention to competition. Who cares? Oh, because in the minute I start thinking about anybody else, I feel psychologically <laughs> I feel that smack. It's like, okay, dad, I get it. Focus your attention. And over the years, he got me my first job at a factory and stuff like that. It was like, focus your attention on what you do. Don't worry about what anybody else does. You're not going to improve yourself by that. You just focus on what you're doing. Do as best a job and tomorrow do it better. Try to get faster, better, whatever. Okay, my mom? My mom, you got to understand, we came here as immigrants, right? So we, she's got to get us into Catholic school and all that. She's got to go talk to the priest and this and that and all these people. She would take us all with her. And before we went, before we went, we had no money. We had nothing to bring, right? My mother would tell us, you always have to never, never visit anyone without bringing something. 
And it sounds like, we got, we got nothing, Mom. And she says, yes, you do. And she'd go like this. She'd say, you bring a smile. Don't don't come in there complaining about, oh, we're broke. You know, we need your help. Can you help us, please? You know, we, got, we need a place to stay, you know. No, don't do that. Go in asking, what can we do to earn our way? What can we do? What can we do here? Because we'll we'll do whatever it takes. And so, so you, you know, early on in life, you know, that was our situation. And so you, you know, so everyone we met, I watched my mother, you know, interact with people. She barely spoke English, you know, she, she found a way to communicate with people. She would find a way to get her point across. And she got us into Catholic school, into the best school, you know, in our, in our, in our, in our city. She, she got a, she got a story written up about her in the, in the local paper, believe it or not that said a woman of indomitable spirit. And it was about <laughs> her story about coming from Cuba. It was the first time they ever used color, full color in the paper. And she was, and her story was highlighted in the human, whatever the heck it was section, you know? So I got those two things. My dad taught me to stay focused, stay determined, you know, just improve on your own, on your own best, keep improving on that. And my mother was all about the one statement, the resounding statement from her is, you can make friends with anyone. You can meet and make friends with anyone in this life. Doesn't matter how rich or how famous or how important they are, as long as you learn to love other people first. Now, I've mentioned before several times, I we never understood that as kids. And she told us that a billion times. We never understood that as kids. As we grew up, as we started growing up, we we knew what that meant. It meant to care about the success of other people as much as your own. To realize that, you know, everyone that you're going to meet in your life has the same desires as to, to one extent or another. They have the same concerns. They have the same desires. They have the same dreams as you do. They may be a little bit different here and there, you know, but we all we all want to live a, 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 a fruitful life, you know, one that we're not worrying about that wolf coming to the door. We all worry about the same things. We're not that all that different. So and that's and that's what happened that that day when you invited me to speak. I I, I realized and the one thing that really cemented me when I was on that stage, I remember, I remember finally losing my nervousness. And it was when I realized, I get it. You know, uh, because of the reaction of the audience, you're looking, you could see all their faces, you know. And I could see that what they were really hearing from me was the truth of, of what I had ex experienced in my life, which is... You know, that's what really success is what's bestowed on us as we live our lives correctly. That's it. You know, in, in every decision that you make, it doesn't matter what's a business decision about money or whether it's you're having a conversation with somebody who's in distress. You know, don't think, don't, don't look to yourself for some uh, way of manipulating that situation. You're, you're in the wrong place. Um Look to listen to that person and then respond in that moment with the best of yourself that you possibly can. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, it was something I learned from my parents. It wasn't something I got out of a real estate book. You know, uh, I learned strategy from other investors and from real estate education. But my conduct was 100% what I learned from my parents. And that's how I got to recognize it in you, Bruce, and in other investors, as, as I met and in people, when you would meet people like that guy at his house you know, on Ford Street, he was no different than I was. And, and, and you know what? I had already felt failure in my life. There by the grace of God is Tony. 
You think the only difference between him and I was a very thin line. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you know, and 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 uh, I've I've that that day speaking uh, for you uh, on that uh, on that stage was a was a great experience for me because it introduced me to the things that had actually helped to make me financially secure you know for the rest of my life and and for my families you know i mean that i had never asked myself those 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 questions i never asked you know what is it that that you brought to the what is it that tony brought to the table you know because we bring something all of us bring something to the table whether it's worthwhile or not that's another question but but we're all going to deliver something you know Bruce, I'll, I'll i'll have a comment for you uh you know the last time we had tony on <clears throat> i get a text from tony and he's like, I hope that was okay. He's so he's so worried about delivering content that people want to hear. And Tony, I'm here to tell you on air and live in front of everybody that we're we're the lucky ones. I feel like I'm listening to a couple of Hall of Famers, you know. Uh, and that's and that's what the real estate investment world hears right now when they hear our radio show. They're listening to a couple of Hall of Famers, you know, talk about their story. And believe me, it's beyond valuable. Yeah, and, and and I, you know, I do worry about that stuff. You know, I mean, I I always worry about that because I'm with myself, you know, all these years. I'm 67 years old, right? I've been with Tony, and I know Tony's a boob. You know, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't think of myself as a genius or anything like that. I can't; those thoughts can't stand. They have no room in my mind. So I'm basically an idiot who figured a way to work hard and to and to do the right thing. And as often as possible, and we're all human beings, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you think I haven't had, you know, a greedy thoughts or this or that, or, you know, you know, here come taxis and I'm thinking, what else can I write off? Um, but, you know, over the years, you, you just, you, you repeat certain behaviors and they lead you to someplace else here in Oregon right now. And I'm, and I, in the last times that we've spoken, the people that I've met, the friends I've made, um, in the same manner, as a result, it's like an extension. My life has just become an extension of those same behaviors that that brought me a success in one way or another. You know, I have lunch, uh, not lunch, breakfast, uh, which is my favorite thing to do. Get up really early, get out to, I meet, the restaurant opens at 8 o'clock. I'm the first guy walking in the door. And everybody knows Uncle Tony, wherever I go, I introduce myself as such. And you guys, I don't want to come in here one more time and not hear you say good morning, Uncle Tony. You know? <laughs> I've been here 17 million times already. And, and, uh, and, and so I have, I met, I'm having, I'm going to my dentist. I'm having my teeth worked. The guy says, what do you do? A young guy. I said, I'm a real estate guy. Oh, really? What do you do? I'm well building some duplexes in town. And well, who do you rent to? I, well, I'm renting, I'm doing some stuff for nurse for traveling nurses. And stuff. Oh my God, you need to meet my dad. Who's his dad? His dad turns out. Well, I said, why? He says, my dad's got a, a house. He wants to build some, a triplex behind our old rental house. And he wants to rent to nurses and stuff. And, and he owns, by the way, he owns this center that we're in and stuff like that. He says, you should talk to him because that bank building is coming vacant. And they were right across from the hospital. And he he wants to figure out how to how to do something with that. I said, tell your dad anytime he wants to get together with me. Here's where I go for breakfast. If he wants them to show up, here's my number. Tell him to text me. He can show up. I do. I'm, most of the time I'm sitting there. I mean, I'm either with Sabrina or somebody else. or But that's where I do my, my business meetings. Okay. <laughs> you be consuming something at the same time. And he said, no problem. I get a call from him. We meet. One of the best friends I have up here now, 
And this guy has got, I mean, he owns vacant commercial land. He, he's asking me, Tony, he, he says, why don't we partner up? I said, I don't want to do partnership. God, I love you. God forbid we get into a disagreement. I don't want to get into that. I said, but I'll, I will help you in any way I can. We'll, we'll go see the property. I give you, um, I hooked him up with the contractor guys. And he's, he's lived in this town way longer than me. He knows everybody in town. But oddly enough, since he's he hasn't really been active in doing anything with that real estate, so I led him to the to the bank also that I'm that I bank People's Bank, which is one of my favorite banks in, in town. And in Evergreen Bank, he already had a relationship, which was the first bank that I started here with, and I'm still with them as well. Um, <clears throat> and I, you know, so there's people I knew that he didn't know, and there's a ton of folks that he knows that that I that I that, you know, and I get I get to leverage in a in, in a different way those relationships. So. So we spent we we spent a lovely time together, and now I suppose you know the, the dentist guy could say, "Hey, what do you do?" Well, I just you know I just whatever, I, you know I don't I, I'm in the real estate. Oh, really? Do you, yeah. Well, I don't. You know, is, is, are we here to work on my teeth, or are we here to do an interview? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you can bring your attitude in the morning or whatever to somebody else, or you can pay attention. Because life, and this is these are some of these things border on my, you know, religious or spiritual beliefs or whatever you want to call it. Although, you know, I don't. Life is constantly asking you to come forward, to expand, to do something more than what you are right now. Whether we accept that invitation or not is 100% in our control. 100%. Whether you recognize that or not, regardless of what takes place in your life, things are happening all the time, all the time. But, but life is always saying, are you willing to come another step? Are you willing to grow a little bit better? Are you willing to, to impact other people's lives because you have this certain amount of knowledge or you or you experience? And regardless of everything else, you know, we want the best of what you can do because other people need to hear it or other people need to see it or something. I learned that lesson on your stage that day. That's one of the things I got. The things that I thought were only important to Tony were I hate this. I hate when you do this to me. <laughs> and I love it when you're being real. Then it's so cool. The, the it was it was it was an awakening, you know. It was an awakening because you realize, wow, this 300, whatever the hell it was in that in that room, and all of these people, I mean, all of them needed to hear something in that whole conversation they all there were some words so what do you what do you realize that life works in in uh, in certain ways where it's working through us all the time through us all the time through us all the time if we're willing to accept that i mean you do the same thing bruce that the life i mean myself my own life you know what 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 your words have done for me now uh, you know so bruce could have just stayed home he could have just made his money quietly by himself he could have just, you know, could have just been a lone guy. Never well, you know what? Jack Fullerton did that for me. Right. That's how that's how he put me in front of an audience, kind of with the same attitude. I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and then it turned out to be my 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 biggest passion. I get to do that tonight, by the way, in in Cape Coral. Well, that's that's wonderful. I and I, you know. After I went through, you know, 2020, I had that issue, that medical issue and stuff like that. It really, it was, it's been, you know, I met a guy who had almost not exactly the surgery I had, but, but, but similar. And uh, he actually had it up here. He used a doctor up here that I didn't go to and stuff like that. I, I chose to go back to LA. 
six months. This guy's a cabinet maker, and he does the cabinets for our for our duplexes. This guy's carrying cabinet. I mean, do you know what cabinets are like? He's carrying cabinets back and forth. Six months after his surgery, wow. I saw him. I'm like a year later. I'm still not back. You know, I'm still I'm still trying to get back. You know, I'm like, what are you on? He goes, Tony. I just had to get back to work. I couldn't take it anymore. That staying at home thing and that going, it's I couldn't do it. I just had to get back to work. If I'm not going to be able to do that, I'd rather die. He says to me, I'm like, okay, you know, but I thought, you know what? Yeah, maybe I need to switch it up here a little bit because, yeah, I'm not paying attention. If he could do that, he's carrying cabinets. I mean, I can certainly get myself back to doing something that's that is meaningful to me. So that's when I started thinking, okay, you know what? I've been hiding out long enough. I need to really um, kind of embrace things a little bit. And I've done, I've been doing well up here financially with the things we're building and stuff. I'm looking at a 20. I just had lunch with uh, one of the Karcher folks, you know, Carl's Jr. Right. Guy, the one family member up here, Joe Karcher, that owns, he owns all the Carl's Juniors. He owns uh, Jersey Mike's in the and uh, the human being and uh, you know franchise all that stuff I drove up to Eugene because he owns some lots across from of some stuff I sold <clears throat> and they've been sitting there for a while so I a friend of mine in town knows who the he's a he's a he's the engineer guy I called him I said Justin do you know who who the owner is he knows everything you know he's like one of these guys that's connected to everybody oh yeah I know who that is that's a Karcher guy I did some designs for him he's got a he's planning to do 32 units on there but the numbers don't work out and blah 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 and I said can you get me in touch with him he said yeah I got his number I said we'll call him up tell him I want to meet with him I don't care if I have to drive up to Eugene I've never been it'll be a wonderful ride for me and Dana to go do my, with my wife and Sure enough, the guy responds. He says, yeah, tell him to come up. 33 minutes. I timed it. The shortest meeting Tony Alvarez has ever been involved in, the least amount of words that have ever come out of my mouth, okay? But the most profitable meeting I have <laughs> ever had, okay? we. He said to me in that conversation, I said, listen, I, I did, and I brought I brought two, because I had Gerlitz, the, the engineer, do two designs. One was for 16 units. And the other one is for 28 units. If I buy another lot that he's got next to it, which I could really care about. <clears throat> so as I'm walking into this Carl's Jr. to meet him there, I'm, I'm thinking, should I show him this? And that? I'm in my mind, I tell you, I'm human like everybody else. Don't show him that because if he sees the, how he can do it profitably, he's going to steal the idea. He's got plenty of money. He doesn't need you. Blah, 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 blah. And I, I got these plans under my arm, you know, and I go in there. And uh, go to the bathroom, come out. There he is. And I can tell it's him. He looks just like the original Karcher, you know, the father. And and uh, and he said, Tony, I said, yeah. I said, oh, let's sit down right here. We sit down. He said, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? He said, you know, I got an agent. I'm listening. I said, I, I said, yeah, but I want to speak with you. I said, because, you know, I got an issue here. I said, you got these properties listed twice as high as what they're really worth to be honest i'm going to i'm going to speak to you honestly i'm not up here to do anything else but tell you exactly what i'm thinking i don't want you to think that i'm some guy if i make an offer through your agent at what i think it's worth you're going to think i'm some low baller guy or whatever i want you to know the type of person you're dealing with i'm going to tell you the truth about what i see but i don't want you to get upset with me you know if we have different ideas we shake hands we're we're okay and it's enough it's important enough he says you drove all the way up here to have this kind of a conversation i said yes i did because that's, you know, it's a small area. <clears throat> I don't want to get a reputation of being somebody who doesn't care about what he does. And I want you to understand, here's what I've been doing. I did this, this, this. Here's what I've been paying for lots. 
And I want you to understand that I love your property. I'm not going to pretend I don't love it. I love it. And it's right where I want. I got another vacant lot across the street. I'm trying to buy from Paul True, another guy in town that he knows. I said, and I'm, and, but I want to control that little area. And I want to build something that's decent, that complements what you've done. By, by, by the way, this is some lots on the back portion of a whole commercial development that he's got there that, that, he, that he did a beautiful job on. I said, and look, I want you to know the kind of person I am and what my ideas are. And the, and the minute I said that, I said, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't going to show you this because, you know, I was you know afraid you're going to steal it from my idea, whatever. But here, here it is. And I put down the thing. I said, here's one layout I got. If I only buy these three lots, which, by the way, this lot here, you can split up into two lots. I don't know if you know that. You can get four um, uh, uh, duplexes on that. Okay. So and, so, and here, and if I buy this piece of commercial thing in the back, which is basically worthless, even though you have it listed for like 500 grand, I said, it's, it's only going to be parking for me. And that's all it is, in, in case you don't know, unless you can get somebody to build this little tiny commercial building that, you know, you haven't been able to do it. So obviously nobody wants it. I said, so this is, so he stops me and he goes, you know, the little corner, you can actually keep that as commercial. You might be able to put like a human being. He said, I don't control the franchise down there, but I can introduce you to the guy who does. And I said, well, I hadn't thought of that. He goes, yeah. So he looks at my plans. He goes, I really like this. He goes, okay, so here's the bottom line. I don't build apartments. I don't do any of this stuff. I don't do residential income stuff. He said, you obviously know what you're doing. As a matter of fact, girl has explained to me what, you, what you've done. I've checked you out a little bit. He says, I don't want to. He says, here's the deal. You tell me what you think it's worth. You make me the offer. I don't care about that property as much as you do. He said, we'll cut a deal. You just go go figure out what you want to pay for it. Send the offer in. I'm not going to think any ill of you or anything like that. He says, I, I'm, I already know who you are by you making the time to come up here, reaching out to me. And, <laughs> and the question came up right away. He said, why don't you go through my agent? I says, your agent's not going to convey who I am to you. Okay. As a matter of fact, he's he's concerned about his commission. If he thinks that I meet you and we, you know, he and I don't, and I'm not looking to do that. I I like your agent. I actually like the guy. He's he really defends. He he protects uh, this guy, Karcher. <clears throat> I said, I think we're done. I looked at him. He says, Yeah. He looked at me. He goes, Man, that was short. I said, Yeah, it was thirty three minutes. That's the shortest meeting I've ever had. We actually <laughs> we he went to shake my hand. I gave him a hug. I said, Dude. We're family already. Okay. Let's let me go <laughs> figure this out. Okay. So that's, that's now I know somebody who's, uh, I mean, talk about somebody in this town that, that, you know, rocks and rolls. And, and my whole existence has been like that. Now, did I know this guy was going to give me this reception? No, I'm telling you, I'm walking in and the doubting. <laughs> I should show him the plan. And somewhere in my mind, I have some idea, some negative, some negativity in my mind about this guy is going to take advantage of me or something, right? What's What's interesting about that is I I wonder in his life how many meetings with the first time person ended in a hug, ever. I, I would tell you from from his from his response, he no no that's never happened. Well, that's why Tony Alvarez is one special young. Not, <laughs> well, well, you're young, you're young. I'm seventy, so yeah, you're still a young man. <laughs> Tony, we gotta, we gotta put this, uh, put a wrap on this. Thank you so much for joining us. We gotta figure out how to speak together sometime later this year. You know, I would, I would love it. I, I'm, I'm trying to do some of it and, um, and juggle the thing with my mom because you know I'm t we're taking her uh, now on a more full time basis, but I, I'm getting staffing and stuff to help. But 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. And I, and that's where I've landed is that if I have um, anything that I feel that I really, you know, owe it to whatever success I've been, I've, I've been able to accomplish, you know, is, is that is to share with other people what I think is, is, is important. Like I did that first day with you. And, and if I have any regrets, at all is the fact that I that I didn't immediately stick with doing more of that and having more of an impact in other people's lives because um, without giving it without thinking about it too much, I think any of us who shares genuinely what they've experienced in their life that's been beneficial to them can't be anything else but beneficial to other people who hear it. So. You know, and, and and everyone else has has always the right. Like I said, you know, you can reject it. You can say no, thanks. It's not for me. I'm I'm going this way. But our obligation to to continue to do that is still there. You know, it's still is still relevant. So yeah, I like I like that oblig that that obligation feels like so much fun when you do it. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like you know. It's not like a burden. You know, <laughs> not like a job. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, no. That's not a at all. that's a fun choice. Thanks All a right. lot. I enjoyed it very much. Okay, well, let's get in touch soon, okay? Take care, Joey. Thank you very much for your questions as well. Thanks, Tony. Big hug okay. to you guys. <laughs> See you later. See you later, bud. That's his favorite emoji, the hug emoji. The hug emoji. <laughs> yeah. For more information on hard money loans and upcoming events with the Norris Group, check out thenorrisgroup.com. For information on passive investing with trust deeds, visit tngtrustdeeds.com. The Norris Group originates and services loans in California and Florida under California DRE License 01219911, Florida Mortgage Lender License 1577, and NMLS License 1623669. For more information on hard money lending, go to thenorrisgroup.com and click the hard money tab.